Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this oh, one yeah. you say. Better <laughs> lock it in my pocket. Take you this one to the grave. All right, we made it through, but that was a rough run. <laughs> that was a rough one today. Well, hello, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to another Pretty Little Liars After Show. Of course, it is Season 6, Episode 7. I cannot believe we're this far along into Season 6. Two more episodes. Two more episodes of this summer season, and then we have the time jump. But we're going to get into all of that, and Charles as well. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, I want to tell you that we are streaming live on YouTube tonight, and you can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate, comment, let us know what you're thinking. If you've been watching our show on a consistent basis, you know that we love hearing your comments, and we will always retweet you and do anything we can to like get in touch and right back, and we just love hearing from you, because this show is definitely all about the fan theory. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, we want to hear from you, and you can do that by tweeting at us, and you can tweet AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV, and you can tweet me at Stephanie Wenger, and my name is Stephanie Wenger, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Get out! So weird! So crazy, guys. I know. My name is also, I'm I'm at Kristen Strange, and my name is also Kristen Strange. (laughs) It's like, so weird. I'm still waiting for my name to be the hotshot dude, but it, it hasn't stuck yet. But you all can uh, tweet at me at the hotshot dude. But my name is Hannah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my name is Heather Joy Smith, and you guys can tweet at me at Heather Joy Smith. Make it really simple. I know all. it's crazy how difficult crazy. our handles are. <laughs> Hannah really is just, going outside the box. Just trying to throw a wrench in it, you guys. <laughs> and tonight's episode, before I forget, is called "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?" Which I thought was a very fitting title with kind of the search for Charles deepening and getting intense. I feel like this episode was all about the intensity of finding him. Um, but, oh, yeah. but before we get to that, I want to talk about this ongoing issue with Sarah. We talk about her all the time, whether or not we trust her, and every week I come in here less and less trusting of Sarah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Totally. I feel the exact same way. And I felt like tonight they kept trying to make us trust her and believe her. I don't believe her. You're serious about it. I think it's a little odd, though, that she's leaving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good for her to leave, though. I 
she doesn't need to be at Emily's house anymore. Oh, totally. I totally and, agree. And I think that by being with Claire, it's like a part of her past. Maybe it'll help her bring a part of her ha- past here. Because with Emily, all she is is, oh, that girl that got captured with us. But we don't know anything about her life before that. But with Claire, she can kind of be like, bring a little bit of who she was. Just not the part that was mean. I yeah. think, yeah, I think it's very bizarre, though, that Claire would be so offering of her house and her time with somebody well, who... Didn't you ever have a friend who was mean? Yeah, but... But if they It's changed. just a little odd yeah. how quickly this yeah. relationship is developing. And, for, Maybe. you know, it seems like if someone was really mean to me in my past, I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, come move in with me. Well, maybe they were, like, childhood friends, and, you know, that kind of friend Still, never really goes away, yeah. even if she like, grew up and became a teenager and become, became all, like, bitchy. And then, you know... I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like... I wasn't so questioning of Claire, I guess. Like, I, I thought, like, yeah, maybe it's, like, a blast from the past and she just wants to get to know her and have her in her life for some reason. I just don't trust Sarah in any way. I just feel like she's using Emily in every way possible because the reason she's leaving, if and correct me if I'm wrong, is that she wants to be in a relationship with her. Right. So and ultimately right. she's getting closer to her, <laughs> yes. not further away. That's so oh. true. And I was so, like, disgusted by the way Emily was being all jealous when they were sitting down for lunch and Emily was like, well, no, because my mom is going to, like, you know, cook us dinner yeah. and everything like that. And I was like, dude, Back off. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even like Sarah, but cool your jets, Emily. I was like, go home. She can take Sarah home. She's just way too protective. Yeah. Well, that was a little overreactive. Well, in some ways, it's strange, because I can't figure out if Emily wants to be in a relationship with her, or if she's, like, trying to be, like, the big sister. It feels like this weird, overprotective something, and it's it's almost beyond being in a relationship. I kind of almost feel like they experienced the same thing and that kind of created a bond in Emily's mind with Sarah, regardless of who she is, if she's good or bad or whatever, shady. And so I kind of feel like in that way, she feels like she has to protect her because, like, they're in Rosewood. This is Emily's territory, but, like, she still has to protect her. Yeah. And forgive me if we mentioned this on the show before or if it was tweeted to me. I can't remember, but someone was talking about uh, Emily having some version of Stockholm Syndrome. Right. Sarah. Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it was like... The medical terms, yes. Yes. And how... <laughs> but in some ways, it's interesting, like... Always. If, <laughs> like, yeah, is there something there because they were through this experience together, so they have some bond that yeah. they can't break? Yeah. That, I mean, that might be true. You know, she got out, and Emily was yeah. the one person who reached out to her, so she kind of became her security blanket and her crutch through mm-hmm. this whole thing. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought. And it's something for Emily to focus on, too, because it's like, oh, I went through this, but you went through it worse. I just wanted Emily to check for that darn chip. I was like, that failed last time you tried, and you sucked her face. I'm like, check for the chip, crazy. (laughs) Check for it. Right. Right. She didn't even check for it this episode. Do we? Bother me. They should have just brought one of those things back from the lab and been like, whoop. Okay, Sarah, you're clean. Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) But do we trust Claire? I kind of want to get a poll on this. Yeah, I feel like she's harmless. She doesn't know what's going on. Honestly, I don't think that A was like, you go and find Sarah and you bring her back (laughs) to your, like, I honestly. That's too much work. I think it's like, hey, you should probably be with me. And I don't know. I trust no one. Hannah has trust issues. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, nobody who comes into Rosewood is trustworthy. That's That's true. Nobody who comes into Rosewood for not a reason. But I think Claire's reason might just be as simple as to get Sarah out for a little while. But Why? Why does she care? 
But no, just for the story. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't think I don't that there's anything that they do that just is for no purpose. Right. I, right. I, so I don't know. That's why I kind of feel like Claire seems good and Sarah seems bad and it's going to end up blowing up in her face that she brings Sarah into her I agree. Into right. Because I just feel like this close to the end, why are we introducing these new characters? We have to be introducing them for a reason. Or else, what's the point of bringing on like a guest star co-star this close to finding out who A is? Mm-hmm. You know? They yeah. have to be there for a reason. They I think she's to. involved in some way, absolutely. Claire? No, um, Sarah. Oh, I agree, Sarah. All of them. I think... I'm with you on the fact that I think Claire's going to get involved in something that she has no clue yes. what is coming She's her gonna way. She's going to want to send it back. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, but I regret this whole decision here. I, I did. I do think Sarah changed. You could see a different Sarah. It was like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, and how so-and-so, and Lexi, and oh my god, she's got a baby. By the way, how old are they? Anyways, yeah. then the, the dog is grown up, like... I don't know. It's just, to me, Sarah knows too much. She's been around these girls in some capacity. Yeah. And it feels like she's always kind of there. And what I really want is flashbacks of of where she was kind of <laughs> seasons one through six. Yeah. <laughs> right. And <laughs> real convenient that she was gone with Claire when this whole showdown tonight went on. I was about to get to that. I want to get to Jason and... Allie and all everything we have going on in this episode. But before we do, we do all of our programming for free here at AfterBuzz, and that's you know an incredible thing. But we do have a message from Mazda before we move forward. Does driving matter to you? There's over four million miles of road in the U.S. to find out. You guys, that's a lot of ground to cover. A lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, long ways. They're all out there waiting to be driven on. So do you take that left turn at Albuquerque, or do you just keep going? Do you wake up early Sunday morning for a drive before the traffic does? Or do you take the long, winding road home for a change? If driving matters to you, just get out there and drive. Why? Because driving matters. Mazda. Thank you, Hannah. No problem. It's great. Um, so <laughs> let's jump into uh, Jason and Allie and their extreme... Uh, kind of insistence that Charles is alive. They're getting these birthday... Are they birthday invites? Right. That say, like, come alone or don't come at all, basically. Bottom line being. Mm -hmm. So they're insistent with their father that this guy exists. And what we see tonight is someone certainly exists. Because we see someone actually in the episode in the black outfit, which is kind of rare, I feel like. It's normally towards... The end. We get that right. last like thirty seconds of right. them with the glove. I feel like this um, person in the black outfit was a lot bigger than normal too. I thought they were tiny. You did. They looked bigger in the shadow, and then when they like went to him and he like turned real quick, I was like, "Whoa, you just turned into a tiny little person." Well, maybe I missed that because they seemed bigger to me. Really? Maybe it was the shadows though. And also, this is so conspiracy theory, but I felt like the handwriting was different tonight when we saw like. The A cap. I forget what the note was that we saw this on, but that it just felt really different to me. That it looked like 
a different style of handwriting. I can't even describe it. So if I'm crazy, tweet me that. I want to know. Okay, but I think the reason you are crazy. But I think the reason for that is simply that they're having a lot of different like people on set write those notes. (laughs) Somebody in props is messing up every time. They're passing it to passing it to a different person. Like, hey, did you write the Charles note? No, shoot. Somebody's got to write the Charles note. Just try to make it look like this child's handwriting. Just do it. It's like their intern every time. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's just somebody last minute. Or maybe when you say it that way, maybe it's an intentional choice that the handwriting isn't supposed to be a clue and that it does look different every time and I just happen to particularly notice it tonight. Good job, pretty little liar. Maybe every A has a different handwriting. Oh, so many theories. I love it. (laughs) Um, What if there are A's working against each other? (laughs) I like that theory. And what do you think about um, them getting these birthday notes? Creepy? It's like creepy, but it's funny in a way because they're birthday notes. Right. I think it's kind of cool. It's like, come to my birthday party where I'm going to kill you. (laughs) It's like, it's really strange because it's like a really sinister, because like you think of like a child's birthday party and we even had the flashback at the end of the episode to, um, I think it was, I didn't write it down, Freddy, was that... Yeah, Freddy. Why do they keep calling him Freddy in there? I think here's my my reasoning. Because it it might be like a nickname for him. Maybe his name is Charles Frederick. Who knows? But like maybe they were calling him Freddy so that if the kids went home and they were like, we had so much fun with Freddy, that that they could be Mr. D since he didn't know. It could be like, oh, hey, Freddy. That's a friend they made at the arcade. You know, whatever. (laughs) Well, and I wondered, too, if... Mr. De Laurentiis was there at that birthday party, or because I watched it with you know the subtitles or whatever on it or the captioning on it, and it kept Miss De Laurentiis's voice or whoever it was. I assume Miss De Laurentiis, but it kept saying "woman one" and "woman two. Yeah, I saw and that too. Differentiating between two voices, so it made me wonder if when they got rid of Charlie or like sent him away that they had given him to the aunt that they had talked about so that they were both there and that's when they started calling Charlie Freddy so that the kids would think he was just like a friend or a cousin. Well they called him a cousin which I thought was interesting. If you're gonna say don't go tell your dad why would you say that was a cousin? I mean that just seems too close to the family rather than saying oh here's your friend Freddy. Right. But what also confused me, though, was because at the very end, when we do see the gloves and he's ripping open, or when A or whoever is ripping over open the picture, the package said, didn't it say from Freddy? So that would show that, like, Fred, like Freddy or Charles or whoever or whatnot, that there's two different people acting as A, or the gloves may not necessarily be A. Right. I, I understand what you mean. I've always assumed that the gloves represent whatever A is. I but, did too. But I think it could be a larger team. I don't think Charles is acting alone in this. Right. No, impossible. Well, it just made me feel all of a sudden that, like, yeah. that which one is A then? Because that definitely, to me, clarified that there were two different people. That gloves and hooded sweatshirt may be two different people. Hmm. And that there may be something against each other because that was a gift to gloves. That's interesting. From Freddie. Hmm. Interesting. He opened the package. I wanted to go back and kind of look at the timeline of Charles and and go into... So he was in Rattley, and then he got out of that, and 
became Freddy? Is that the assumption that once he was out of Radley, his I think it mom... was a visit though, because he said, "When do I have to go back?" But the mom, but back where? Yeah, right. Yeah, back where? And also, the mom was like, "Oh, like I can't remember the exact quote, uh, but it was like, don't worry about that, or not for a long time." Yeah, I was like, "You don't have to go back for a long time." So yeah, it was like. So, it made me think, like, maybe he thought he was going back, but he never really did. I wasn't sure if that was... That's why I kind of brought up the timeline. But we do know um, that that he was... He escaped Radley the night that um, Allie went missing. So, he would have been, at that point, if Jason's, like, three or four years older or five years older than them, then he's, you know, six or seven. If she was 14, he would have been... He's in his 20s. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, now he's, like, in his mid to late 20s. And so he had to have been in Radley at that point. So at some point he had to have gone back. Hmm. Well, if that's a Whatever. I'm, like, taking shots in the dark. But if that's his age range, then that would understand why maybe Melissa and Ian and all of them had some sort of association. Right. Because then they could have known him mm-hmm. or been friends and known that yeah. secret. You know what I mean? Have been a part of that. I feel like he's definitely more in the Melissa age range or like a couple years right. older. Mm-hmm. Right, which brings us back to this multi-generational. Well, Melissa and Jason are the same age. So he'd be a year, like a, probably a grade or a two grades ahead of them yeah. in school. Which, who then would be, but, do we know any characters that would be in that age range? No. Not really. Not but the thing Copper. is, right, the thing is, is that um, Jason was supposed to be a like product of an affair and they were. They said that they didn't move to town until Allie was born after they gave up Charles. But how can Jason be the product of an affair with Mr. Hastings if they didn't even move to town and no one knew about Charles? Hmm. Do you, like, you, we're getting into some really deep uh, dives yeah. here for Pretty Little Liars. Writing so. better figure it out. But yeah, because <laughs> we're going to need another flow chart here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they, 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 they led us to believe that the affair between Mr. De Laurent- Mrs. De Laurentiis and Mr. Hastings happened because they were next door neighbors. Right. But it would have had to happen when they lived in completely separate towns. And if he doesn't know about Charles, if- then he would have had to know nothing about her life. Or her family because she would have had an infant at home right. when they con- when they conceived when she conceived the Jason. Fact of the fact matter is though, if he is if Charles is in fact Mr. Delarantis's son, I I understand completely. <laughs> Thank wow. you. That was really amazing. Thanks. Thanks. Um, yes. But I have to say the other thing that puts all of that into question is that we know that Ali's father doesn't always tell the truth, right? And so that is. A timeline of according to Allie's father. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. So we don't know. Did he move sooner? And and is he lying about the age? We're we're a little unclear mm-hmm. on who this Charles. We know the name, and we know related to the De Laurentiis, but I don't totally believe. I'm not even sure that it's really their brother. Like I, I'm not sure how how much I trust. It, it, I guess is the bottom line. I'm so confused what's happening, and I'm starting to get to that point where I feel like, no matter what, they have made this whole, I mean, entire series the way that they've just run around to different, like, theories and possibilities, and I feel like jump ship on, like, things that they may have thought or people they thought was going to be A, like, seasons ago, and now may not be. Like, I'm concerned that whatever the answer is, it's going to be disappointing because the dots that they now have to somehow fix and connect, yeah. they may not be able to. Mm-hmm. Right. I do believe, though, that they have a... 
I would like to say that the Pretty Little Liars uh, writers have a master chart of it all. I hope so. I mean... I sure hope so. I think in order to really achieve this in the way that fans are hoping for, they have to... We always joke about wanting charts, and uh, some of our fans have created amazing ones for us. But I think they must have the master of master charts. If that's the case, then I want to know what that writer's room looks like. I know. I'm just imagining, like, post-it notes and strings, (laughs) like, something I hope they release this when Uh, the whole thing is over and show every little step of this. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see. Because, as we said, we have... What two more two more episodes and then the finale, I believe. So we're we have three more episodes total that, after today. Yeah. After today, so in order to tie up who Charles is and what is truth versus lies, that's going to be crazy in three episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, because I feel like we didn't really get a whole lot of answers tonight. No, we had a lot more questions than answers. Right. It was definitely yeah. one of those episodes. Um, but I'm excited because we did see an A type figure. Yes. Um, I, and that, I don't know what that means because we, again, I don't know how this happens every single week. I feel like anytime we get close to them, there's some issue. And tonight it was clearly that, uh, Toby had taken <laughs> Spencer's gummy bears. And I feel like I'm, I'm on, uh, how I met your mother with the gummy bears, but gummy bears. <laughs> I joked though while we were watching this, I said, Regardless of what was in those gummy bears, <laughs> if, my boy, if my boyfriend stole my gummy bears without asking me, done. First of all, over. <laughs> don't eat the white ones. I didn't even know you could make pot gummy bears. Like, I didn't know that that was I a didn't know that thing. because it was on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh. because Chris Jenner's mom took them in gummy bear form. I'm so glad we are <laughs> up on our pop culture, guys. But, I mean... I thought they were jelly beans. That's all I'm going to say. I thought they looked like jelly beans. <laughs> How can Anybody? we not crack up about that? Like, So funny. Let, well, Toby can't can't get him. We can't have him fail. So let's just get him real high and yeah. turn some lights on to make him... <laughs> well, yeah, and they were in, like... Like a, an arcade. Well, yeah, it was an arcade. And then he just clearly, and it was just a crazy special Accidentally high. that they used to kind of... That just seemed, honestly, it actually really bothered me, because it just seemed silly to me the way that they set that up, like, because we can't, we can't have him succeed. We gotta throw a wrench in right. it somehow. So he just, like, sees the gum, like, the gummies, I'm saying jelly beans, the jelly beans <laughs> sitting there, and it's just like, hmm, okay, I'm gonna take these. I'm like, guys, come on. It bothered me. It actually really bothered me. I thought I was just kind of well, silly. One of my favorite things about Pretty Little Liars is the plot twists, and that you often don't know where the show is going and tonight it did feel like that was very clear where that was going to go. Someone mentioned it on the live chat too, how Lorenzo got hit by those baseballs and he's down on the floor like he got shot. Like I know! Oh! oh. (laughs) When they all came over and he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. (laughs) I'm like, that was a baseball, Lorenzo. Calm down. I know it hurts. You're okay. Calm down. Well, for a minute, I literally thought he was, like, shot or something. Like, we didn't see that. Ha- we saw the baseballs, but, like, he had some other injury happen to him because he was so down on the floor. I, <laughs> like, I was like, did he get shot? Did Toby accidentally high shot him? <laughs> well, Dude, I did have a fear of that, though, because when he was, like, stumbling back all high, that gun was just like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I was like, I, I have this prediction that Lorenzo's going to die. And I was like, this is how he's going to happen. Because Toby's going to be high, he's going to accidentally shoot him, and he's going to never forgive himself. <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, baseball players, I know you'll be tweeting me about how it does hurt, and I'm sure it does, but it's just one of those things where I felt like it was a strange moment, and I wanted the girls were so concerned about, I guess, Toby and what was happening to Lorenzo that they didn't even go after this Yeah, they should have. It didn't look like he's armed. Yeah, it feels like they they never take their opportunity when it's right in front of them. Well, I feel like the police also came in, too, and kind of, like, stopped that plan, too, because they were like, put your hands up! Right. And what were they going to do, turn around and start running? Like, (laughs) But sometimes, I was going to say, but sometimes I wonder... If they did chase after A, like, what would they do once they got there? Be like, oh, chicken dance. I'm going to catch you. You know what I, Which I kind of would love to say. I mean, four gets one. You probably could figure it out. Right. It's true. Um, uh, before we move on to uh, talking about Mike and Aria and all of that, I do want to talk about Hannah and this scholarship that she got that, again, ties back to Radley. I swear, Radley's like the... It's the sinner. Yeah, it's the mother load. is going to be A. I mean, all of Bradley. All of Bradley. Well, I do have a theory that, so A being multiple <clears throat> people, and probably I'm feeling like it's going to be at least partially multi generational, and maybe a, that little bit older, maybe that Ezra age. Or, I don't know. Ezra would be in the age range. Though. Yeah, would be. He's the only one. He would. Mm-hmm. Ren. Oh yeah, Ren. Ren. But we I said Ren multiple times too. I was going to say Ren comes up a lot for mm-hmm. us, but. I think that it'll be interesting to see how all these people are connected because you start to wonder who of the parents, like, I'm starting to now get into, like, the nitty-gritty of which parent would do this, which kind of mid-20s individual would do this, and which high schooler, if any of the girls, Sarah, we've pointed to, Mona has been talked about who's involved more or less, and I think that's where it's getting really interesting, is being able to, like, pinpoint more specifically who is involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm more so, like, in this episode, kept wondering what Charlie's intentions were with each person and each family member, yeah. because I felt, I don't know, I felt like his note to Jason was a little bit less threatening. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, he said, I want to trust you at the yeah. very end, so I don't think it was meant to be threatening. Yeah. yeah. So it just makes me wonder what then it is that he has against Allie and her friends and the dad that he doesn't have against Jason. Right. I think Jason was his friend. Yeah. And so I think that that's kind of stayed with him because Jason was always his friend. His bunny. His yeah. brother. And I guess looking back, he really never did anything to right. Jason, You're, right? Mm-hmm. He's always been kind of in the clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And, and what did you think about Ashley getting this, I hesitate to call it a scholarship, but scholarship for Hannah uh, from this organization that's tied to Radley? I mean, who cares? Money is money. Once you cash the check, what are they going to do? But I, I, I like, like it. Yeah. I mean, but I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked how Hannah was like, I just don't trust it because they're used to ev- there being a catch to everything. Right. But what's if you, if you send if I send you a check and you cash it, what am I supposed to do? I feel now? like it's, like, <laughs> it's going to bounce or something is going to. It's going to come with repercussions. You think? No, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, There's no way someone's going to give her 30 grand and not be tied back to A or Ra- obviously Radley. Yeah. Come and on. Something's I, coming. I also wonder if once she took the money, like, I hate to say this, but would Ashley make some sort of of deal yeah. that she doesn't realize is dangerous for her daughter, but like, oh, she'll major in this and they know where she is because she's majoring in, like, it right. allows them possibly too much information about yeah, her. Yeah, I right? agree. 
I just, well, I mean, this I'm reaching so much in all these theories, but we have nowhere to go anymore besides <laughs> reach really far. <laughs> but I did like how um, Spencer had said it's like it's his bank account that they like turned that organ, like created almost a fake organization so that they could filter money to Charlie or Mrs. D could filter money. Mm-hmm. And I just start, I'm starting to wonder if, well, God, I don't know if. I don't know because I want to be like, is Mrs. D involved? But she's dead. But I'm like, but is she dead? <laughs> like, you right. know, she might like, not even be dead. Maybe yeah. she just wanted to spend more time with Charles, and so she's like, let me pretend to be dead so I can spend. And then some time. the it, two of them are in. It just really clarifies that there probably is like a multi generational thing that there mm-hmm. has to be an adult involved and have some sort of weird relationship with Charlie because I honestly felt like that whole picture frame at the end and that being a gift from Charlie or Freddie or whatever was, like, warning an adult, like, yeah. that may be causing trouble for the kids. Like, I'm here and I'm coming back. I also wonder... Or whatever. I don't so, know. So, Charlie would be, as we said, like, in his mid-20s right now. Right. So, could he be having an affair with one of the adults? And this is, again, reaching. Whoa. <gasps> What if he's say, having an affair Mrs. with Deep, Mrs. That's his oh. mom. <laughs> what, if he has, creepy. what if he's having an affair that. with Mrs. Marin? Or oh, I mean, she likes those younger men. <laughs> I mean, Melissa's never been one to stay true to a guy, so true. he could be doing yeah. something with her. I don't but. know. It just it feels like I expect when we find out who Charles is, hopefully in three episodes. Hoping they're not lying about that. <laughs> um, oh, that. Um, I think we're going to find him with somebody from that older generation. Yeah. And who is that person and why? Is it going to be the mother who's still alive? Is it going to be somebody who he's having a relationship with? I could see it going a lot of ways and how are all these people. That's what I'm excited for in three episodes. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, I want to talk briefly about um, Mona and the ever-going on-and-off relationship <laughs> with Mike. Um, that was so awkward. Like, let's, so oh, awkward. Yeah, yeah. I'm so awkward. upset. And then, okay, let's kiss. Okay, yeah. we're, we're working things out. Yeah, it just... <laughs> I feel it like up. it's... I mean, maybe it's a true example of a high school relationship, but so on-and-off. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, like, a high school relationship. Yeah. I don't know. And I love that he's so obsessed with her. And he goes to his sister, and he's like, have you heard from her? Did What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Me? Like, so intense because I feel like it I don't know normally I feel like in these shows we get like the girls being more intense about the guys and so it's an interesting switch yeah in yeah. that way in Breakfast at Tiffany's um Holly don't know how to pronounce that name sorry I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's um Ooh. she called Paul Varjak Freddy oh Holly go lightly you crazy oh um, that's an interesting. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about. Can't read, guys. Sorry. She needs glasses. Yeah. This this is really small on my screen. To be fair, um, but yeah. So I mean, you remember we that's had the really bar jack yeah. thing, yeah. Freddie. That's weird. That is weird. But why? Why are we using? Uh, I don't know. I just need all the answers. I'm so sick of it. Three episodes. I'm sorry, I'm not sick of it. I'm still, like, hanging on by a third... Well, mm. I'm still hanging on. <laughs> well, I feel like this is a show that I will never give up on. I need the answer, so I'm in until the end. I just want... I feel like right now I am I just need it to be the summer finale because I need to know who Charles is, and I'm hoping that that answer Casting comes. Casting that must have been 
crazy. Right? And also the non-disclosure agreements. Did we ever see that on LA that. casting? Guys? Yeah, I know, right? It's so crazy to think about. Um, and I love that Aria is still trying to be like, it's okay, don't worry about anything, and like with her brother, because like, and it's, but you know that like she has such bigger fish to fry at this point. Yeah, totally. That it, like that relationship isn't even like playing into anything at this yeah. point. Right. It was nice to see the mic show up again, but like I kept when he was first brought back into this episode or whatever, yeah. and Arya's like throwing things and turns around and sees him, and she's like, "Oh, didn't see you there," and I'm like, "Yeah." We haven't seen him yeah. this entire season. Boy, can we talk well, about that? He's on Team well, the Wolf funny thing now. Is, I mean, the actor, Cody Christie. Right. right, but I'm like, can we address where he's been? <laughs> yeah. Because I have a lot of cross practice, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, when, we're, when we first see the credits pop up, like, at the very, very beginning, it said Cody Christian. I'm like, oh, maybe that's... I'm like, that's just, you know, they must show that every episode. Yeah, yeah. And then he popped up, like, oh, he's actually in this episode. Right. And, like, he's here. We'll give him a big part. Yeah. Get back with Mona. No, it's like it's one of those funny things where you're like, realistically, like if you know the entertainment industry, you know that he is filming filming another show, and it all makes sense why he's not on. You know what, Cody Christian, get my time. But but that being said, like you do wonder where the character has gone, and so I thought it was a really funny explanation. Wandering the hallway, like he's been gone a while. (laughs) He's been wandering back and forth for a long time. It was just lacrosse camp. It was really long. He's it's trying to get a college scholarship. Yeah, it's <laughs> break. crazy long. All right. Well, should we jump in? I think we've covered the show. Oh, we forgot to mention Aria, of course, is a finalist for the program, for the art program that she Woo, applied so to. Yeah. So hopefully that'll work out and A won't mess with that. I don't know. That, she's that's going another, to LA for her. It's another crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do like that they're starting to like sneak in what they possibly like may be doing in that four year jump. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. Um, are you ready for some news and gossip? Yeah. yeah. After Buzz TV news. So this one's so fun. Marlene King this week tweeted out a picture of the cast from the pilot. So cute. I Such love this a picture. great photo. I was obsessed. Like, it's so sweet. And it, how much they've all changed yeah. over the course of six seasons is nuts. So if you have not gone on Marlene King's Instagram, it's definitely worth checking this photo out. I wish we could have it up tonight, but you should check it out for sure. And you have a... Oh, um, someone did say that we did forget to, to speak about the surgery on their necks where they took out oh, their tracking. Oh, that was tracking. so gross. Oh. I, can't <laughs> even, I think I, I mentally... get a little queasy with that, so we'll just pass okay, on that. For how deep they needed to go, right? there was going to need to be stitches, and I'm like, nobody was, nobody could perform that, so, okay. Once they again, watch YouTube videos, yeah. and yeah. they're like, we can, we can surgery, and, guys. And they were doing it with an exacto knife. Yeah, yeah, it was just... Even grosser. I, I think I like, mentally blocked it, guys. I can't I'm even. I'm so sorry. We, we, we did skip that, but... And when Hannah... Sorry, but when Hannah was bleeding and they're like, Hannah, you're bleeding. I'm like, you all should be bleeding. <laughs> right. What? You did surgery like, on each other. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, no worries. Just a Band-Aid will fix that. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, 
So let's continue on. We mentioned this last week uh, briefly, but Sister Cities is the new uh, film that Troyan was cast in, and we mentioned that it's all about sisters coming back after their mother's death, but we have a little more casting news. Um, Stana, I can never say this lady's lovely name, Stana Caddick from Castle, Castle, who's phenomenal, as well as Michelle Trenchenberg uh, from Gossip Girl, and Jesse Weigzer, wow, I'm having trouble with the last (laughs) names today, guys, from uh, The Good Wife, uh, all have been cast in that as well. How many sisters are there? uh, I don't know how many sisters there are, and Alfred Molina and Jackie Weaver are also going to be in it, so it's going to be a really, like, complete, I think, big ensemble cast at this point. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that, and it sounds like a great project, especially for her hiatus and all of that. Um, and then we have a bit of a spoiler. Ooh, I spoiler alert! Yes, I was waiting for the spoiler alert. I'm so excited. All right. So, um, E, uh, E News is reporting that in the second half of season six, we'll be introduced to a, pol- a politician's daughter, um, who will cause drama for the girls. Hmm. Yeah, so I wonder if one of them is in the political arena? Possibly. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe really it's, interesting. It's going to be really exciting to see how they do that. When I they, could see that being Spencer, possibly. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah? I, I read yeah. something about it really? postulating Hannah, because a politician's daughter, maybe Hannah's working in fashion, maybe a politician's daughter's now working in fashion. Mm. Or I can see Hannah marrying somebody or dating somebody. Mm. That's true, yeah. Being yeah. like a politician's wife, or right. her just trying to like or a po- run. she's dating a politician's daughter. Yeah, son, or, or her like, oh. the way that she is, and so like, female. Like, yeah. I feel like maybe she... <laughs> That's like a real throwdown. She's a real female. All right. I feel like maybe she'd run for like mayor. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah, mayor at 22. (laughs) Oh, yes, you will only be 22, won't you? Yeah, I I was wondering like in politics. I mean, in that outfit she was in tonight, she could be 40. She looked good in that outfit tonight, y'all. So that's that's really interesting, though. I'm excited to see how that stirs the pot. I think it's going to be a really different show when we come back um, for the winter season. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be, like, closer to our ages, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All of us that have been watching them for so long, like, they're finally, we're finally going to be the same age again. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) again. Well, I was the same age as them when the show started. I think I was, too. I don't know. I've aged, and they haven't. I'm a little closer (laughs) to their real-life ages. (laughs) You know, whatever. (laughs) It all works. Uh, Wow, guys, we're doing really well today. So let's jump into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz. We're all like... All right, Emma, consolidate theories. Consolidate Um, theories. I think I'm going to stick with what I mentioned earlier, which is that we're going to get into this multi-generational who I think we're going to see who Charles is, and I'm most excited about who is next to him in that big reveal because I don't think it's going to be alone. I think there's going to be some other big surprise, big twist at the end of this season. Could be the mother is alive. Could be someone else. We also didn't see Ezra tonight, and I hate to point a finger at Ezra because you know how much I love Arya and Ezra together, (sighs) but... How dare you? I know. He is in that age range, though, that makes me question. Right. He might know more than he... uh, You know what? Mm -mm. I can't see him knowing more than he says. Like, if he knew something, he would say it to help Arya. Right. There's no world in which... He's been so protective of her. Right. That's what I want to believe. But I do wonder if he's keeping things from her in some way to protect her. I don't know. It's just... I, it makes me so sad to say it, guys. You have no idea. But 
I do wonder who else is involved, I guess. And it's not a prediction. It's just that's my biggest curiosity right now. It's I know we're going to find out who Charles is, but it's the surrounding cast that makes me so crazy to know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Any mm-hmm. other thoughts? I, I have a feeling next episode that uh, Charles is going to be really, really upset at Jason, and I think he's going to, he or she is going to retaliate against Jason in some way, shape, or form. This episode, I kind of felt like Mr. D is a little shady, even though he seemed to be protecting Allie. I just, his anger issues really scare me. I mean, he he goes really off the handle very quickly. And so I feel like it's just a little, a little too extreme for just being a normal dad. I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah, no, he really does. I don't even trust him this episode at all. I mean, to be fair, the stress that he must have with, like, his daughter being missing and then, yeah. like, being found and then other people being missing and then finding out his dead son is alive. Like, that's a lot. It's a lot to handle. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. yeah. Also, Caleb was missing tonight. It's another oh, story. Yeah. Don't trust him. No. <laughs> I was going to say, that one should make mm. you. That is never going to go away. Yeah. I, I have this weird feeling about him, too, and I'm not saying that he is Charles, although lots of people on the chat are saying that he is Charles. <gasps> How dare you, Chad? Um, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Lots of them um, are saying that it's either Ezra or Caleb. Yeah, well, they've been working together as a team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You guys. Um, I know. It will make me so It'll break sad. my heart. But, yeah. my, only pre- my only prediction, I, I think I have decided that there's gloves and there's a hood. <laughs> or two hoods. But I don't think they're on the same team. Mm. I think there's two. I think so, somebody's trying to help the girls more and somebody is trying to wreck the girls. Essentially um, an A and a B team, if you will. Yeah. Gabby Gabby on the chat says that the producers confirm that Mona is not the last character that we've seen look dead but not be dead. Oh, Mrs. Mm. D. Yeah. She's alive, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I feel like guys. that Sorry. is... A good place to end it with, uh, and also let us know who you think is still alive. We're saying Mrs. D at this table. Maya. I say Maya. Maya? Yeah. Well, tweet us this week and let us know and use the hashtag ABTVPLL. And uh, you can always tweet us at AfterBuzzTV or you can tweet me at Stephanie Wenger and you can also find me on Instagram. You have an Instagram now? I always have had an Instagram, but it's now going to be used more. So I well, follow you. Whoa, Whoa, everyone. Whoa. Well, Whoa. Heather clearly wasn't following you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware, clearly. <laughs> it's the same handle, guys. Shocking, I know. <laughs> I'm Kristen Strange. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen Strange and the same on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> Was that wrong? Was I not supposed to know? No, I just like had a moment for a second. I was like, what's my handle again? I'm just kidding, you guys. Um, <laughs> my name is Hannah Pritchard again. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. I'm Heather Joy Smith, and you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter and on Snapchat at Heather Joy Smith. And remember to tweet us all your theories. Thanks yeah. Hashtag ABTVPLL. Yes, and uh, we will see you all next week for more PLL. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 